Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fiction, the podcast that revolves around one central theme, stories and the people that tell them. We'll talk about movies, TV shows, video games, historical events and weird news headlines. There's really no topic we won't touch. But it doesn't stop there. If you've got a story, something funny or random that may have happened to you or a friend, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. Until then, it's story time. Did you miss out on buying that special loved one a birthday or Christmas present? Are you in the doghouse? Well, thankfully, at here at Stories True and the Fictional, we've got you covered with a once-in-a-lifetime ode to Ryan L. Johnson with such amazing stories like Ryan L. Johnson and J.J. Abrams. Do you like good plots and plans? I do not like them, J.J. I am. I do not like good plots and plans. And for those spiritual, who can forget the haiku, Ryan and the summertime? Dampness summertime before killing sour stores, the Ryan Johnson. And who can forget that famous limerick, the old man? There once was an old man who walked. He liked bad plots and he squawked. His stories were shit. He claimed they were a hit, but he couldn't say no. What a dork. Order now and we will send you this amazing book as well as many more stories with, as we always promised, 30% more incest hello and welcome to 2023 <laughs> in an exciting new year welcome to stories the true and the fictional i am one of your hosts my name is chris park i am of course joined by the man who says he likes teenage girls a little too much j.a brighton how are you going <laughs> sir <laughs> well um i'm going very well and there's uh no context in that at all so i'm gonna leave Not you guys all. wondering that will be the soundbite that gets me cancelled in 10 years time. <laughs> What's the difference between 18 and 19? Jamie, it's all relative. 18 and 19? Well, they're both legal, but they still make me feel awkward. Um, <laughs> but why do they make you feel awkward? I, I don't... Maybe maybe cultural stuff. I don't it's know. A, is it cultural or, or, is it, or is it the fact well, that... Well, I like... don't know. It's a, it's a bit of a system where they go, hey, adult, fair game. Um, well, 18, I, I, yes, by 18, by all laws of this great land, yeah, you but are it's le- legal. Well, because last year they weren't legal. I mean, it's it's a little, it's 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 why I always had that that rule. I don't get involved with anyone on who's on their P's on their you know, P license, green P's, red P's. It's just to play it safe, you know. What happens if they were like 20 and they just didn't really drive and so they started late, then they got their red peas? Would you, would well, you then, then there's always the, the law? There, there's always an exception. Okay. But, it, but it, it is, there's it, it, always a exception. What happens if she's a, an 18-year-old super hot Hispanic girl who's super into you, very mature for her age, but she's just turned 18? Would that be... Yes, too you, awkward. Would, would you... St- really? I, Ryan, yes. do, you, do, you, do, you, do you agree on Jamie's stance here? Not at all. I say, I say, you know, if anyone, as long as they're, as long as they've, the midnight has ticked over on the 18th birthday. <laughs> and, 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 you know what I'm saying? It's just, if they're into you, you're into them. Age is just a number, my friend. Yeah. Oh, well done. Well, 
we were obviously joined by R. Kelly, apparently, for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Leaning right in. We didn't say I'd pee on them. I said, <laughs> you know well, what? I'd... <laughs> there wow. are always, and once again, welcoming back to the 2023 podcast. A man who needs no introduction. <laughs> the man who learned all of his romantic and sexual acts from his ducks. Ryan... <laughs> Ryan Haig, how are you going, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Thank, thank you for that lovely introduction. Uh, going between R. Kelly and the course through lines of a penis of a duck is a fantastic way to start off the new year. I highly recommend it. I think that's the title of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, that's it, the title. Definitely get downloads. Um. Uh, wow. Uh, yeah. Well. So, yes, it's been a it's been a great start to the year so far. It's just you know plugging along and unfortunately unlike uh you two non-retailish people uh i had to work through christmas but i still enjoyed a few days off so oh, that's that. the worst that's the worst working through christmas is the dumbest thing ever because i'm going to see who is really working at that point it's all everyone's just showing everyone's just pretending no well it's 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 retail uh, i mean my my last job was i had to do that for three years i had to work through christmas because people need to feed their animals. And well, I, I mean, I could say I was for the first time in my life, I could say I was in my heyday because I was selling hay. And you say you can't get the 18 to 19 year old girl, Jamie. You just oh, yeah, that yeah. Oh, no. that, with that kind of sense of humor, they're yeah. lining up. Yes, Seriously, they, you just, they you, were. You, you you pull the you pull that joke out with some chloroform and some tape and they're in the bag. <laughs> can Seriously. I borrow your van, Ryan? You can. Does you it can. still does it still say free candy on it? It does, but I've also because because of the age we're living in, I've also put in Pokemon as well. So and we've updated go. the times. We, we, Jamie's now you a famous. Catch them all, Jamie. You got to catch Jamie them all. Jamie is now a famous <laughs> TikTok producer. And, <laughs> And so you know, this is this is his new thing. This is his new this is his new his new um his new play his new game. What supporting teenagers or supporting the Chinese? I can't like which... either one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't go wrong with either one. Both both situations will probably end up the same. Yeah. Complete control of your life. So again, there's there's there is no, I can't, you know <laughs> is there really any difference between the Chinese and a teenage girl at this point in terms of you know government control? Um, oh, I think we just got a little bit too political there. But <laughs> did you, did you see that video from the Babylon Bee I sent you today, Chris? I did not. And I did not either. It said it said, <laughs> you know, it, yeah, it said uh, ten problems solved by government spending. Oh. And he stands there and he goes, number one. <sighs> And says nothing. <laughs> goes, number two, and, and he says it all the way. And, nice. he's, oh, and the best one, number ten, and then nothing. <laughs> A man after like, my own heart again. Yeah, it's fantastic. If if we could stop them spending and hunt them for sport, I think that you know, I think we have a bit of again. I'm I'm not saying the people in Mad Max had the right idea. <laughs> in terms of how to what type of leadership you'd need but essentially if you see a man riding you know a souped up motorcycle with a strange mask with dolls like like um perooning his entire and essentially drinking liquid and burning it out and on the back of his van there is a man swinging with electric guitar shooting crossbow bolts 
you have to respect that kind of man and say, you know what? Maybe he, maybe he could, maybe I'll follow that guy for a while. Let's see what happens. Are, are you telling me that this is what the government is trying to build? A Mad Max style government? Do think, no. Do you think? Do you think they all sat down and and went, let's create Mad Max? It was their most successful <laughs> film, so maybe they're trying to relive the <laughs> trying to relive the glory years of Mad Max. Uh, but maybe maybe what you're saying there is, is a good point, Chris. What if you say whoever loses the election, whatever party loses the election, whoever in that campaign immediately goes into a on, onto an island where they get hunted for sport. So uh, obviously you've got governments pulling out all the stuff, but what you don't tell the government is after they finish their four to eight year tenure, the, the government that's been in power for that long then gets sent to that island, gets hunted for sport. So that way we always get a fresh <laughs> supply of government, new ideas, and they've got to fight harder so they don't die. See, on that idea, I think we take the Japanese battle royale or Fortnite battle royale, yeah. where everyone that wants to become prime minister gets sent to an island with a random bag with a random weapon in it. And then basically the last one to walk out, out of the island is the then declared prime minister. I'm okay with that. I'm okay. I, honestly, I don't think I don't think we'd get any worse, to be honest. <laughs> no, not really. You, because if you look at the, uh, look at Scomo at the moment, I don't think that man's ever ever ran more than about you know ran more than from a Carter or McDonald's. In his you know life. What? The person who would win that challenge would be fit, yep. have great people skills to build an alliance, but then also yep. know when to betray those individuals. <laughs> So essentially, yeah, if for those of you who don't know what Battle Royale is, it's we'll just it's basically Survivor with weapons, fight to the death. Mm. Yep, and each bag, they, they each get a bag, and each in yep. the bag is a random weapon. Some of them are yep. good, some of them are terrible. That's the that's the hilarity. You don't know what's inside the bag. Mm. And to make it fair, every single time the map shrink, every single day the map shrinks, and so essentially you can't just hide out through the entire thing. Yeah. You would want to build alliances that people have greater weapons than you, obviously. But then eventually, there's only one survivor, so you eventually you will have to eventually betray every single one you know and love. Yeah. Again, this will be the. I think this is how we'd solve you know, governmental problems. Mm. I agree. I think Battle that would be a solid set. Exactly, because then you know what I feel like if they win. They've earned it. Oh, they've they've earned taken, it. They've taken twelve other lives. Like, you know what? You, 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 yeah, you really want it. Like you really, really yeah. wanted that government to draw. Like you, and really you also know that. that person's going to have the balls to do what needs to be done. Because oh. hey, if they wanted this role so much that they killed twelve other contestants, they'll have <laughs> no problem pushing that button when it comes to World Absolutely. War Three. Now, to really spice it up. We'll make sure that they send like in each group. We'll have make sure that their partners and wives also go as well. Oh, definitely. Because yeah. you want to make sure that the person knows, you know, some level of betrayal is required. Oh, 100%. 100%. We don't want a Joe Biden experience where he's probably going to die before he gets off the plane. We want we want incentive. <laughs> we want no, you no. want a show, damn it. That's yeah. right. And, you know, obviously it's going to be televised, sponsored by... Oh, definitely. And obviously oh. this thing will be sponsored by our lovely sponsor, Rebecca Castle of the Rising <laughs> Dawn series, available now on Amazon. <laughs> Do you like Hunger Games? Do you like battles to the death? Maybe you also like werewolf romance novels. And if you do, and if you do, please go over and help our amazing sponsor, Rebecca Castle's Rising Dawn. She'll also be working on the short story anthology about Henry Cavill and Cat Graham. I believe she's starting this year. We're ex extremely excited about that. I believe we're doing an audible uh, version as well. 
where I will lend my voice as well as uh, all those podcasts, as well as uh, I believe Reverend Castles will be doing the voice of Cat Graham. I'll be trying her best anyway. <laughs> and I believe we'll have a hit on our hands. We're still trying to lock down the best story mm. for that, which I tend to believe long lost lovers potentially, or maybe like, maybe, or, you know, maybe she's the babysitter. He lost his wife recently kind of scenario, but mm. he's a young daughter. Oh. Various different scenarios like that, we believe. Possibly, you know, he, he, he's a stepfather. She gets stuck in the washing machine, and he, I mean, know, hey, that, that's also comedy a good in way. shoes. That, I mean, that's also a good idea. Or she turns up in his doorstep and says, "You might be my father." Oh, might might he, he, he hears that word might, and that's <laughs> exactly he hears that word might, and be like, "Well, maybe, well, maybe um, not." And, and honestly, if I know Rebecca Castles like I know Rebecca Castles, she would not be opposed to any of these scenarios. Well, you do know the saying, right? Um, if you don't know who your father is, anyone could be your sister. I've not heard that saying, but I do like, I do, I do enjoy that. <laughs> you know, uh, Chris is familiar with the Chris is familiar with the phrase. If you don't know who your father is, anyone could be your stepsister. Ah, yes, I'm familiar with. That. <laughs> uh, so, see, the word "step" it makes it safe for Chris. that's his safety net a safety net it's also a safety net on all the hubs and everything to make sure that they're not they're not not promoting anything legal illegal (laughs) you put the the step in front of it and it's all like well I mean it's not technically illegal probably (laughs) so what have we been watching this week Um... we'll start with you Ryan what have well, been I've, I've actually been been watching a fair bit, um, working from home this week, uh, you know, because Christmas and everything. So I start, I'll start off with a uh, a TV show I watched on Stan called Black Snow, and uh, this stars uh, uh, Aussie actor Travis from. A lot of people are familiar with from Vikings. He was Ragnar. The mm-hmm. a lot of the ladies and and mm. my fellow people find him quite attractive. Um, look, basically, it's a story. It's an Australian show. It is set up to um, a, a murder. A young girl's murdered in 1994 um, after her and her schoolmates make a time capsule. It, we cut to 25 years later. They open the time capsule and there's a clue to who possibly murdered her. And then this detective from Queensland comes to the small town and investigates. And obviously it's a, it's a, it's a one that keeps you guessing all the way through. I managed to watch it six episodes. I watched it in the day because I couldn't stop. Uh, fantastic. A lot of Australian actors, uh, Rob Carton, Brooke Satchwell, um, Kim Gingell, a lot of, I thought it was really, really well done. I only dropped on Stan, I think on the 4th of January. So I keep forgetting that he's Australian. Yeah, I know. In this like, show, you won't though, because he's got the most boganous accent, which is fine because he's supposed to be from far north Queensland. So I mean, like, yeah, sorry, in Vikings, he's got that sort of like yep. Nordic accent, and then you see him yep. in like um in a World of Warcraft movie where he does yep. the same accent yeah. um as um you know um as the leader at leader of the alliance, and then that seems quite a step back from his career to go from these sort of big things to an Australian film. I guess. Returning to one's roots, I guess, is, would you say? Uh, exactly, and I think I think he made he made quite a bit of money from Viking. All finished up, he had he pretty much not not quite as big as the Daniel Radcliffe effect, but I think he had enough money to sort of do a few passion projects. Sure, uh, in between 
some some big and, stuff. And, yeah, and look, help out the Australian I mean, film industry as as and, much as you can. With you, I, anything Australian, I'll give a go. But I was hooked. It was it was probably the best best Australian miniseries or or series one, uh, and it leaves it right open for a season two at the end. So um, that was the TV show I watched. Um, I've been watching the. I've been re taking a step back into history, watching the Aliens. Uh, movies at the moment. I managed to pick up the first one in 4K from Amazon at Boxing Day sale and mm. decided to venture on in that. So that, that's been quite good because they're all on Disney+. Plus. Uh, but yeah, the, the movie I want to I really want to recommend to everyone which I was talking to the guys before we started recording is a movie called The Menu. Um, it's uh, with with Ray uh, Nicholas Holt and uh, that Chris knows the name of that girl I remember her name. Um, but yeah, Taylor, yes. Yeah. So basically, it's a, and these uh, 12, 12 uh, couples get to pick. They go to a, a remote island. They pay a shitload of money for dinner with a famous chef. Um, and uh, things start to go awry. I'm not going to go into too much more detail because I don't want to spoil it. But probably one of the best thrillers I've seen in a very, very long time. That's on Disney Plus also. So, Interesting. Yeah, that's I, what I it sounds like something worth checking out. Um, it's good to see you finally enjoy some of the Alien films. Obviously, you'll see a fairly significant drop off from one and two in terms of quality. You know. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> I don't know if anyone. I don't know. I don't know if there's anyone out there that's going. Why? 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 The third one has its charms. I don't think that's. A, I don't know if there's a. <clears> that's, that's the third a, one was more. I felt was more like a horror movie than a sci-fi movie because obviously you're stuck in the prison world. Um, I'd say, I, but it was more the first two I felt were more sci-fi. Obviously, a lot more space work. You know, uh, I, I look. I will say number two is probably my favorite because I've seen it the most. Obviously, I think, I think that's everyone's. Bill, I think it's everyone's favorite. Yeah. But. Well, you can't go past Bill. Bill. Uh, Bill Paxton's. We're all gonna die, man. That's game, game over, man. Game, yeah, game, game over, man. That's <laughs> just permanently engraved in my head. Um, yeah. But look, I, I enjoyed the first three. I been told not to watch resurrection the winona Ryder sigourney weaver one so yep. i think i might skip over that and jump straight into uh to well, prometheus hang on Canada. a minute no, <laughs> 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 like, like, like I'm, not, I'm not even going to try to justify like that well, well, well hang on hang on now well um, i mean the, the number three ended in such a great way and, and yes i'm i will give spoilers to a 25 year old movie you know, with 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 Ripley dying at the end, and I thought, okay, we're done. You know, we don't need any more. But then we have to clone her and bring her back, and and you know, I I just I've never seen it, but from what I've been told, it just it was just a money grab, and it just a so waste she doesn't of time. she doesn't come back and voice a baby alien. Um... No, she does not come back and voice a sixteen year old. Hi, mom. Oh, dad. You don't know what it's like to be a teenager, nor have I for the last sixty years of my life. Uh, yeah, hey, that's so the, no, that is the manliest be... teenager you'll ever hear. There's a good yeah. solid. I don't think I'll be venturing into Alien Resurrection. I'll probably just go straight into Prometheus and Covenant. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Smart, but worth worthwhile. Yeah. Worthwhile seeing them. What about you, JA? Look, I I haven't you know watched too much, but you know I'm I'm continuing my journey through Stargate SG One. Um, I'm getting ever so close to that dreaded season that we <laughs> that we all know, um, where our beloved Daniel Jackson goes. You know what? I'm not going to be in this season. Uh, and he, you're and only he, up to there. Yeah, 
I'm, I'm back at work mm. now, man. I've been playing a shitload of FIFA. That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I've noticed. Have you have you managed to unlock Ted Lasso's? Oh, I haven't even looked for him yet. I'm playing. I'm playing. No, I'm playing. Um, uh, career mode and just as a player, so I haven't even gone looking. Oh, Ted, okay. Ted Lasso okay. yet. Uh, so they have a so they have a career mode where you can just pick a player rather than a team. Yeah, yeah you can make your own player. Yeah. Yeah, you create create your player and okay. and you it's like it's like a RPG. You know, you level up your skills and wow okay. and, and all that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. The football RPG. Uh, I'm ninety. Wow. I'm ranked ninety five now, uh, but I can't freaking beat Barcelona. Well, of course, they're Barcelona. I know. I'm just going like this. It's like I got to the end of the game and he goes, "Okay, do you know how much percentage of the ball you had? Twenty percent." Yeah, they, <laughs> that just... team. That team enjoys a good. That team. Spanish teams enjoy passing. If you're not noticed. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just going like to the point where I just go, "Screw it, slide tackle up the back of them." <laughs> <laughs> and then they go penalty and then it's like boom straight and you're like, oh <laughs> welcome yeah. to the fun of Barcelona yeah. football yeah but um yeah no like i've yeah stargate huge fan we all know but um plowing my way through that um started watching an old show called hawaii 5 but the oh yes yeah. nice. the but the new show not the new version yeah. not, not the yeah uh, hey, uh, Dan- daniel kim Daniel Kim, I think the Grace yeah, Park. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who doesn't uh, enjoy yeah. that? It's it's not bad. And in the very first episode, it had um, Spike from Buffy. Oh, James Masters. James Masters. Yeah. And 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 who was he playing alongside? Um, who was that? Oh, is it Daryl from The Walking Dead? Oh, uh, Norman Reedus. Yeah, yeah. Both oh, wow. both, of, both of them, they played brothers. Um, oh wow! And then in the second, and then in the second one comes the the bad guy from John Wick. Um, <laughs> you, you know the guy, the the guy who always plays a Russian. I think it's John Wick Two. He's in. Um, oh yeah, the guy who's always oh, a yeah, Russian yeah, guy. Yeah. All, always yeah. a Russian. I think. I think, he's actually, I think he's actually French, and he always plays like a servant. Oh Serbian, yeah, a Russian um, terrorist. I know who you're talking about. I know who yeah, you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. The guy who's literally like, oh. we need a Russian actor. Let's get this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got the um, Russian Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I think um, he's yeah, but but to James' point, I don't think he's actually Russian. I think he's like Swedish no, or something. No, he's like he's French. Like... I think he's French. Yeah, Is it's he? like nowhere near. It. He's like yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah but is, like, that, I, is it good? It's not bad. It's yeah? it's you know, but I've only watched two episodes. Um, okay, because uh, I've been looking for something you know like that. Um, but it's it's oh, been Peter Stormare. Yeah, he is Swedish. Swedish. There you go. So the least terrorist kind of person. <laughs> like, hello, come to my place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's, oh. yeah, I don't think he's ever not playing some sort of Russian bad guy. Yeah. Even in, um, he was in uh, Jurassic Park, Lost World, the second, the second one. He's in that. He's the dude that gets eaten by all the compies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's like, hey, I got turned around in here. Um... <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's he's in an episode too. But you know, I think it's the kind of show that you, all these people are just going to pop up in. Yeah, you know, like yeah. like every every CD, CW show, all the actors just hop around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, yeah. No, but apart from that, um, and I think we might this might lead into what Chris has been watching. Um, we watched Pele on um the Pele movie on New Year's Eve, and um. 
I think I've talked about it on the show before, but um, Chris, what were your what was your thoughts of Pele? That was one of, if not the great, that was a fantastic film. Well, way better than I ever thought it would be. And it, clearly, the person who who wrote this movie or directed it had watched a shit ton of Demon Slayer anime prior to filming it, because <laughs> there were scenes where Pele would pause, the camera would spin around him. All I was expecting him to basically take a deep breath and be like, total concentration breathing form. Because <laughs> he, he then does a special move. I'm going like, okay, this is an anime. Yeah. It, was, it was awesome. But then it was also the, as Jamie would, as Jamie would say, you know, it's, it's also the, the, the fantastic hero's journey tale between, you know, you know coming of age, refusing the call, saying, no, he's going to spend his life, you know, as an accountant or whatever his parents, his mother was wanting him to do. His dad teaching him through an unconventional method of kicking fruit to practice his honing his skills using this new style of football, these, you know, the Zika style, which was a, based on a martial art. It was all, it was everything you'd want in an anime, but just yeah. in a, but, but in a football yeah. film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I remember watching it for the first time and I was going like, all I could think about is Chris is going to lose it over this movie. The, um, <laughs> uh, like, and, and I'd sit there and I'd, I'd kind of prompt to go, what, 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 what does this need? Like, what does the hero, and, and then you'd say what it needs. And then, um, and then next thing you know, it's like, you know, oh, refuse the call. And then it's, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, he's about to quit. What, what happens to prevent someone from quitting? Oh, the mentor, here comes the mentor. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yep, yep, yep. And that's right. Like, Every single like, time someone quits, that needs to, the mentor has to then sit down and yeah. step it step up and yeah. and give them those sage words of wisdom. Yeah, and, as and he it, was yeah as he was leaving, going oh, I'm not gonna play anymore. I can't do this. And as he was at the train station, the met this ran, the random mentor appeared and they're going no, <laughs> you must. And he tells him an old story, you know, like of of the you know. and exactly <laughs> tells him the historical story that will then inspire him, and then also. Because it's also an anime, clearly. The story he tells him plays an important part to his victory later on in the movie as he recalls that story to win. It is literally everything he'd want in an anime, but it just, just, you know, wasn't an anime. It was... yeah. So basically, I have a question, Chris. Does he have blue hair when he was a small child? <laughs> Look, if this was an anime, he would have absolutely been a blue-haired small child. <laughs> okay. No, but it, it was a barefooted, poor child from Brazil. Um, it had to be somewhat real, right? Yeah, yeah, of course, of yeah, course. yeah. They couldn't. They had. They put something <laughs> realistic into it, or else yeah. you know. Yeah, but it had. It had Vincent. Uh, had his Yeah, Diofner? yeah. He was in it as a Brazilian coach. Uh, yeah, no, I, I thought it was fantastic. I have to check it out. Yeah. Well worth checking out. Hilariously good movie. Surprisingly good. Yeah. Was shocked and you know surprised as as I said before. Um. But yes, so Jamie, Jamie is correct. That is that is that is one of the things I enjoyed watching. I also enjoyed watching. I'm much more ahead of Jamie and Stargate. I'm up to season <laughs> nine on SG One, and I'm actually up to season four of Atlantis because I've taken a pause from SG One to catch up on Atlantis, and I'm actually almost finished Atlantis. I'm on season four now. So, what was it like revisiting um, Jason Momoa's first time in Atlantis? You know. Um, when he it was, was a little... it was sensational. <laughs> He's improved acting quite a quite a bit since those days. I'll just say yeah. that he wasn't terrible. 
as an actor by no no stretch of the imaginations, but I wouldn't say he has a great deal of character depth and range. Yeah. Well, I think they wanted another Tilk. He basically you know? was another Tilk, yes. I mean, that's... that's. But again... Are you saying... Good... Are you saying that with bigger muscles comes better acting skills? Clearly... <laughs> I think that's what everyone in Hollywood believes based upon, <laughs> <laughs> based upon what we've seen from the Hollywood actors. This must be the case that bigger yeah. muscles equals better acting. Yeah. They seem to almost exclusively believe in this, this philosophy uh, to a fault. That seems to be exactly what they're doing. Yeah. They're saying, if my muscles are bigger, my acting skill increases because that's, you know, and maybe and you're, who's to say it doesn't, who's to say bigger muscles doesn't equal better acting. Mm-hmm. And we can ask our friend The Rock, but he'll say he's natural, so he won't tell us the truth. Ooh, and he's in hot water at the moment, apparently. Oh, really? uh, as I said, I'm, I'm really starting to I'm really starting to run out of reasons to defend him. Um, I've just stopped. I've just stopped. Didn't Didn't you hear, Chris? He, he apparently he went over yeah. the executives at Warner Brothers, went straight to the CEO, the CEO, to try and save Black Adam. Uh, that's not what you should do in any scenario. No, he, he, like. If you want yeah. to, if you want to maintain your job, you know, yeah, people yeah. don't like being cut out, specifically if they're like executives with probably rightfully so, or not very rightfully yeah. so, potentially flimsy egos, being skipped over by an actor. Yeah, that's not going to go well for yeah, anyone. I think involved. I think we're we're witnessing the Icarus of the Rock. <sighs> He's flown too close <laughs> to the sun. Now, if it's yeah. the Icarus Look, of the, said, I'm starting to, I'm starting to um, <laughs> go a bit off him too because I just, I can't keep like I haven't literally at the moment. I have nothing, no, no reason to defend him. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm like that. What he did with, I mean, the the lying about the box office. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> but then, like, I, I, I just, I when when I heard about the going straight, I was like, that is just a true ego move. That is just like I'm the rock. I don't have to deal with executives. I deal with CEOs, and I'm like, come on, bro. Uh, You're an actor, yeah. just like any other actor. Yeah. They got to pay their yeah. dues. It's all about yeah. In a, in a, in a town as old as Hollywood, it's all about paying your dues. And if you don't, you yeah. if you don't do that, they will, you know, they make you. It's very clear if you don't pay your dues enough, they will yeah. punish you in some way, shape, or form. Yep. Well, I mean, look, look at the, if if Warner Brothers and and DC are willing to get rid of Henry Cavill as Superman, like who does the Rock think he like? They seem to be getting, you know what like, I mean. If they more even more so, if they're willing to get rid of if they if they're willing to sort of say goodbye to Gargoyle Dot, which I thought was yeah, like if they're saying goodbye to Gargoyle Dot, who are you, Henry Cavill? That's gonna that's yeah. Good. But even more so, The Rock. Who are you, The Rock? That's going to be, if they, if they well, who, say goodbye yeah, to Gal. The Rock, who's been in one movie, who refused to cameo. It's come out he's refused to cameo in Shazam, which is complete and utter rubbish. Not not saying it's not true. I think he should have done that because that, and without saying that, there is no Shazam Black Adam, and uh, you know, I just I think he's I think in his old age. His ego is just getting a little bit too big. Yeah. Maybe it's all the steroids he's been taking. (laughs) (laughs) It could be. It could be. Diminishing his brain. They're they're diminishing his brain and his testicles, but giving him a massive physique for almost 50 or over 50 year old male. Mm. 
All 50-year-old males look like that, Ryan. That's nothing, nothing, yeah, wrong, yeah, 100%. Nothing 100%. Wrong. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm going to uh, Magically, in nine years, when I turn 50, I'm immediately going to look like that. So, Well, hey, yeah. if, you get an, uh, if you get an acting job, guarantee you they can make you look like that. Can get you to, they can get you to that level. <laughs> all, you need, all you need is one good acting gig, and they'll get you, they'll get you into shape. Don't you worry about that. They'll get, yeah. you, in, oh, definitely. They'll get you into shape. But apart from Stargate, I don't think I have... I don't think I have been watching anything else because again, that takes up a lot of time to get through to, fly, to get through this. Well, as I was, as I was on break from work, trying to get through what amounts to like um, four, five, like four seasons of television thus far. Now I've now managed to, to burn through. And the good thing about Atlantis, I haven't only watched it like once when like if there was original runs. So a lot of these episodes yeah. are actually new to me, so I'm actually like I'm actually going oh like I didn't know a lot of those a lot of the plot points on yeah. some of these episodes. And even I don't even think I even watch I don't I don't think I watched season five of Atlantis because I just basically at the time I just stopped watching it. Yeah, no. Nah. So when I come to season five, which is shortly. It'll be all brand new. It'll be a brand new, brand new experience. Just, uh, just, just remember, season five is the SG one's finished. We need these people to go somewhere. Oh no, no, like, like, like Samantha Card <laughs> is currently now head of Atlantis, which yeah. makes no, no sense, sense. makes whatsoever. But obviously, you know, SG one had finished, and so the actors were just sitting around, and so they just, you know, moved in yeah. somewhere. No, I think I think they still had uh, contracts, um, so they just sent them there. Because they, they they were expecting Stargate to keep going, but then it, it didn't. Um, no, it didn't. So they're like, "Well, you still have your contracts. Uh, you better go over to Atlantis." Get over to Atlantis. <laughs> oh well, look, it it's still a good show, still memorable, good villain. Have you watched the fight between Ronan and Tilk yet? Has that come up yet? Yes. Yeah. That was very much a, a fight to appease both fan groups to, yeah. to, not, to not show a winner. Where it was basically saying, oh, who could, who would have won? Oh, I don't know. It's like, we all know who would have won that fight. Like, yeah. you know. I mean, is, isn't um Ronan beating up like a hundred and... 160-year-old man, yeah. At, yeah. at, at that point. It's like going, oh yeah, wow, Ronan, you're so powerful beating up a 160-year-old man. Congratulations <laughs> on your strength and your power. And remember, that... that, that Right there, Tilk. That's that's the god of war. So he might just be like, <laughs> "Enough, boy." And... <laughs> no, no, I would have loved to see him just go. Yeah. <laughs> and Spartan, yeah, Spartan rage out and just, just yeah, yeah. Just, you know. But then, but then, if in that, in that on that same vein, Jason Momoa can then just call the tri- the, the Atlas <laughs> Trident and transform himself into. Da, 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 da. And that, that would be okay. You know what? You have no I, idea how much I want that. Okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Who would win in a fight, Kratos or Aquaman? Aqu- Peter Aquaman. Peter Aquaman. Attorney of law. Peter Aquaman. Attorney of law. I. I. Yeah. It's tough because you. You, you can't. Um, Sometimes you just can't question Kratos's resolve. Um, but what happens if he was in water, though? Oh no, no! Like if he was swimming in water, then no, nah, he's gone. <laughs> yeah, because Kratos is not exactly a. Kratos doesn't swim. Even, You're right. Even, even if Kratos could swim, Aquaman's in the water. <laughs> yeah, no, that's you know. that's a fair point. 
On land, though, you probably would give it to Kratos. Absolutely, I think that's a fair. Yeah. I think that'd be a fair, a fair assessment. Ryan, what are your thoughts? Yeah, look, I, I it's a hard one. I mean, you've got to look at record of kills. You know, I mean, going all the way back, he's pretty much taken out. He's taken out all the Greek gods. He's then come over to um to the North mythology. Yep. By the end of Ragnarok, he's taken out all of them as well. Yep. Yep. So I mean. He's, he's Aquaman's the... impressive though, but so what you're saying is Kratos is the, is the gore we we want needed. Oh. Well, honestly, <laughs> like I I would give it to Kratos because he doesn't have that necessarily have the uh, uh, the the really good moral compass. He, if someone is in his way and is causing damage, he will kill them straight out. Oh, valid point. Valid point there. Mm-hmm. Um... So I think he would have that edge. Whereas, you know, Aquaman would probably look for a more, not necessarily a, a really peaceful method, but I don't think he would resort to a fight to the death. Like we've seen with, you know, when he was fighting Orem in the in the first one, you know, he, he had the perfect opportunity and he said, no, I'm going to. Whereas Kratos would be like, you're in my way. And <laughs> let's say Kratos has already beaten Poseidon. And killed Poseidon in God of War three. True, that is true. So I mean, if you if there's ever a comparison between Aquaman, it's going to be Poseidon, the god of the sea. Um, yep, no, so, that's yeah. a valid point. I'm going to give it to Kray. If it's on, I'm, I, you know, I, if it's in water, I'm I'm not necessarily going to say it goes to Aquaman. I'm going to say it's going to be a really tough fight. But on land, Kratos hands down. Yep, yep, yep. Mm. I think that's a fair. It's a fair. It's a fair assessment. And 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 we haven't asked you this, right? But I do want to get your thoughts. What? Obviously, they've announced that they're going to do a God of War series. Yeah. Who would you cast apart from Henry Cavill? Obviously, that's that's the dream. <laughs> who would you pass? As, who would you cast as God of War? Hmm. Who would you pass as? Who would you cast as Kratos? Hmm. That's a good one. So you and and you to be logistical too because you want someone who's young but not that young because you want it to go on for quite a while too yeah, and that's that what that's what probably rules out christopher judge because he's you know yeah. in his 60s yeah um yeah. Looks- and you know what i found out the other day that uh and and unfortunately he can't do it because he's no longer with us but uh shad gaspar did the most did the all the like the mocap for the fighting scenes in in the 2018 or 2017 yep, yep. uh he was a wrestler for wwe and, and you can see his body when they when i found that out i'm like okay yeah i can see it but he's no longer with us uh that's a really good question it needs to be someone quite menacing and you've got to be able to pull you've got to be able to pull off that and and, and again it depends on what era we're talking to Mm. Um, you know, because I, I'm one of the few people who has not only played God of War 1, 2, 3 and the new ones, I've actually played the PlayStation Plus version, which go into his youth with his brother Demos. Oh, and yes, the um the origins version. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go uh Ghost of Sparta and Chains of Olympus. Um, so they actually talk about his brother, which he does mention in the, the two new games. Um, I, I honestly, I can't, I'm, I'm being brutally honest. I can't think of anyone that I would put in the role. It's a tough one. I'm, I'm trying to, like, in terms of looks, I would have said Jason Momoa, if he was willing to shave his head. Oh, he's yeah. got that look, he's got the body, but at the same time, 
obviously he's got a lot of other commitments too. So, but maybe not anymore. That's the thing. Yeah, possible. So, although if, they are they are eyeing him for for a, a possible role with Lobo, but I mean, who knows if that's going to come to fruition? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you're, I think. I think Jason Momoa would do a fantastic job. I think that's he's right. he's about the right age, right age, could, right yeah, size. He could, do, he could play him for a good five or six years. You know, mm. I, I I just can't think of anyone else. But would you would you thinking. would you be willing to take Jason Momoa, but he doesn't want to shave his dreadlocks? No. No. Having said that, even though historically Spartans did have dreadlocks, so that was actually True. part. That was that's traditionally that's a traditional hairstyle they had, and they look. If I'm if I'm the director and I'm the or the writer, I'm saying the hair's coming off, or you don't have the role. Oh. How how about the 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 Superman Henry Cavill mo remove? No, 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 no CGI. No, no. If we've got Amazon money. We don't need to worry about that shit. I don't. I don't know. Um, we've seen the difference between um, Lord of the Rings and Rings uh, of Power costumes. <laughs> but but that but that that it's, necessarily is not to do. But with it's on. Lack of it's funds. being. It's going to be put on Amazon, but it's still made by Sony Pictures. So that's the. Oh, that's okay. The, that's, the, right. that's I think. No, look. Part. I'm. I'm saying if Momoa wants a role and he's passionate about it, he's going to lose a hair. Mm. Got to give to the role. Yeah. Uh, David Batista is another one that I think would potentially. It's only if it's a serious role, though, because remember that's what he's he's. But in saying that, Jamie, I know we've mostly just seen him as Drax, but um, I apparently I I'm going to be watching these over the weekend, and I know you guys will detest it because it is by Ryan Johnson. Um, no, the no, knives no. out and glass onion. Apparently, he does some really amazing work in those movies. I actually watched Knives Out the other day. You're a okay. huge traitor. I want. I want to watch it because oh. I want to watch Glass. Dude, I'll put it. I'll put it this way: the cast is it's it's fantastic, but um, it's a little cliche for me. Like, I mean, I could see it coming, kind of, you know. But, but you got to remember, also, Ryan, Ryan Johnson gave us Looper as well. Like, yeah, but I haven't watched that since he destroyed Star Wars. Same. I I am literally I, I yeah. want it so, to live so, on in so my memory. So you're saying that in Knives Out he didn't try to subvert everyone's expectations. I maybe he tried, but because I know it's Ryan Johnson, I just saw it coming. You know. Mm. Um, um, but also, um, Batista's in uh, the new M Night Shyamalan a Bing Bang movie too. That's coming out. The, the I've been the cabin, to, which... Yeah, I've been... the thing about M Night is. He directs. No, no. Okay, look. Yes, but he directs. <laughs> he directs trailers brilliantly. He creates ideas that make you go, "That looks interesting." But then you got to go, "No, no, 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 no." <laughs> you have to tell yourself to go, "No, no, 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 no." Which is not a very good sign no. when someone's trying to make a movie. If you're constantly going like, "Well, well, no, 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 no." Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, he look. He, his ideas are good. His trailers are good. His execution isn't for 95% of the time. Yes, who needs that thing? Who needs pesky <laughs> thing like execution? Yeah. Ugh, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> no, that, that's, that's just how I say it. But look, I, I'd, I'd sign on for Batista, but I need to see more range. And that's why I'm going to be watching 
the knives out and go after onion. Yeah. Apparently, his range is because all we've really seen him in is, to be honest, you know and, what I mean. And um, and Blade Runner twenty something. Sorry, Blade Blade Runner, the new Blade Runner. He's in. That I haven't too. seen that. I watched. I saw him in Dune, but that's again as kind of mindless role. Now, yeah, in yeah. June he was the mindless warrior. He yeah. was like yeah. that like So I want to see some more range before I say yes. But you're right, he's not gonna cut his hair <clears> because <throat> Jason Mamal was Duncan Idaho meant to be like this, you know, stand up Legion man who had massive dreadlocks about they're going like oh, that's yeah. weird. But yeah, right, yeah. he's not gonna he's not gonna he's not gonna lose the dreadlocks. I, that, that, no. I think I think you're right on that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I can't, I can't see anyone else at this time. I, That's a tough role. I'm just trying to rack my brain thinking, but it's a, it's a tough yeah. because you know, <clears throat> I don't know why they, I don't know even why they're doing it. It's just like you're destined to fail. I have no idea why you're like. Well, look, we might get an unknown, and we might get really surprised. <sighs> you never know. Yeah, uh, we'll see. We'll <clears throat> see. It just, it just seems like an, it seems like something that's destined to fail or could fail at many different junctions. Yeah. So it's like, going, why are you doing something where you, where you have a high failure chance? Yeah. yeah. But I don't. But look, at the end of the day, if I think we go into it just going, okay, let's just check it out, not with high hopes. Yeah. Uh, like we did with Lord of the Rings, and uh, <laughs> if, it might surprise us. And look, if it doesn't, we've always got the games. Uh, yeah. No, look, you're right. We will always have the games. We will always have. Those amazing high quality games, you're right. Yeah, 100%. So, shall we move on to our topic at hand? Oh, yeah, we're only about an hour in, so yeah, sure. Yeah, that. we're only about an hour so, in. Right, <laughs> Ryan, you haven't been on a few episodes. Uh, yep. we, we just tend to just go, This is the norm. Okay, this is the norm. We need actually... to figure out how to speed that up. Maybe we'll see. No, we don't. Until people start talking to us and, and you know, commenting on our show. And, ah, so um, you, we're, we're going with the punishment act now. Yeah. No, well, that's Until that's you fact. talk to us, we will talk to Yeah. No, we'll, we'll, we'll keep doing what we're doing until you yeah. tell us otherwise. We're getting lots of downloads, um, but people just don't like to talk to us. It's been a long time since someone's actually sent a story in. So if you guys have a story, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com and we will read it out on the show. But until then, um, Jamie, you, you lead, us, lead us into this glorious so event. So we've traced these, the, there's two people we mention every episode. For some reason, it's impossible not to. But we've traced it back to our sponsor, Rebecca Castles in the Rising Dawn series. When she was on the very first uh, episode of Story Chat, she mentioned that her character in her book um, was modeled off Henry Cavill, Mm -hmm. um, the Mm -hmm. protagonist of the Rising Dawn series. Damien, I believe his name is. He is modeled off Henry Cavill. That's a wonderful thing. And then Chris got on board on the show and he just started mentoring Cat Graham. Just of course. Cat Graham, Cat Graham, Cat Graham. And then so we merged these two worlds of Henry Cavill and Cat Graham. And we love these two people um, for obvious reasons. And so we decided to uh, create stories via a website called plotgenerator.org.uk um, and generate stories <laughs> involving Henry Cavill and Cat Graham. Now, they're short, you know, they're obviously short stories. Um, and we've all created one or two and we're going to just read them out and entertain you with henry cavill and cat Graham. so uh who right. wants to go first ryan i believe you said you had a absolute humdinger 
Oh, yeah. And I would like to dedicate mine <laughs> to Rebecca Castles. Oh. Uh, because I, I'm pretty sure she's going to like this one. All right. <laughs> I'm even got reading it on my iPad, so it's got an old-timey book. <laughs> So just before you get started, yeah. I, just, I just want to give people an idea about this mm -hmm. generator. Basically, you enter your protagonist name scenario. Well, well they kind of pick the scenario, but like event, like uh, settings and keywords and phrases, and you just fill it all out and then it generates something for you. So we didn't write every single word, but we may have influenced <laughs> the generator in a certain way. So, well, no, because I thought I, I mostly just hit random <laughs> on purpose. Like, oh, I, mostly cool. just, I mostly just like I, I put the names of the characters I wanted in there. And then I just hit random as much as possible, just so I can yeah. give it that flavor. All right, cool. Awesome. Yeah, I, I didn't do that at all. <laughs> <laughs> with um, <laughs> and with that in mind, Ryan, please take it away. Tell us, please begin with the title of your story, and then um, take it away. Oh, I didn't see you there. Um, let me tell you a story. <laughs> this story is called Proud Henry Cavill. <laughs> Um, it is a short story by Ryan D. Haig. And um, let, let me take you to the lovely world of Neverwinter. Henry Cavill had always loved beautiful Neverwinter. With its talented, tame rivers, it was a place where he felt happy. He was a proud, malicious wine drinker with chubby legs and tall thighs. <laughs> His, his friends saw him as a homely hissing hero. Once, he had even helped a breakable kitten recover from a flying accident. That's the sort of man he was. Henry walked over to the window and reflected on his eerie surroundings. The snow flurried like talking foxes. Henry gulped. He was not prepared for Ryan. As Henry stepped outside and Ryan came closer, he could see a fragile glint in his eye. I am here because I want to hug, Ryan exclaimed in a smart tone. He slammed his fist against Henry Cavill's chest with the force of 9,428 bears. I freaking love you, Henry Cavill. Henry looked back. He and still fingering the ripped guillotine, apparently. <laughs> Ryan, I love you, he replied. They looked at each other with a like two tasty, thoughtless tortoises singing at a very vile funeral, which had piano music playing in the background and two violent uncles smiling to the beat. Suddenly, Ryan lunged forward and tried to punch Henry in the face. I don't know why, but <laughs> quickly Henry grabbed the ripped guillotine and brought it down on Ryan's skull. Ryan's brown legs trembled and his spiky thighs wobbled. He looked angry, his body raw like a raspy, rough rock. Then he let out he let out an agonizing groan and collapsed to the ground. Moments later, Ryan was dead. Henry Cavill went back inside, made himself a nice glass of wine. The end. <laughs> now, I've already gotten rave reviews. <laughs> okay, this is from the Daily Tale. I feel like I know Henry Cavill in a way. It feels like I've always known him. Uh, Enid Kibler from Massachusetts, about as enjoyable as being hailed on while taking in what 
been targeted by seagulls with the squirts. Um, a magazine called Hit the Spoof said, saying the snow flurried like talking foxes is just the kind of literary device that makes this brilliant. And finally, Zoop from London, England said, I could do better. <laughs> and that uh, is the tale of Henry and Ryan. Wonderful. Wonderful. Outstanding. Outstanding. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Now, Chris, I believe you, I believe you have a children's book to read us. <laughs> I don't want to do that one. Uh, maybe that, uh... Okay, pick, let's pick, do the pick one. Pick one. Uh, children's book's a bit long. Okay. Um, uh, so the children's book, look, uh, look. Yeah, it's really long, so I okay, won't do we'll, the children. Don't do that. We'll, we'll pick your favorite. Look, uh, the children's book. I will tell you, the children's book was called. Katie Graham and the Three Wise Henry Cavills. Just, just, <laughs> just <laughs> and it was the, and it was yeah. So once upon a time there was a hot girl named Katie Graham, and, then it went, and it goes on from there. Yeah. Um, who, who had a brother named Jamie Graham and then a teddy bear named Ryan the Hippo. Um, <laughs> all of this was randomly generated, by the way. I did not. Yeah. Think you... <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. All right. Let me just try to find one that's. Um, what's so, what's the one that you laughed the loudest at? Okay. Yeah. All right. The story is called "A Wild Cat Graham." Ooh. <laughs> oh my! Cat Graham was thinking about Henry Cavill again. Ooh. Henry was an optimistic knight with beautiful eyes and ample legs. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what eggs in there, but yeah. You know. Cat walked over to the window and reflected on her sunny surrounding. She had always hated this cozy hostel with its tender, tense stump tile. It was a place that encouraged her tendency to feel irritable. <laughs> she then saw someone, something in the distance, or rather someone. It was an optimistic figure of Henry Cavill. Cat gulped. She glanced at her own reflection. She was a wild, delightful tea drinker with curvy eyes and skinny legs. Her friends saw her as a damaged, damp doctor. <laughs> <laughs> a damaged, damp doctor. <laughs> she had once... She had even once helped an aged blind person <laughs> cross the road. Oh. <laughs> Not even a wild person who had once helped an ancient blind person cross the road was prepared for what Henry had in store today. The wind blew like a hopping tortoise, making you get surprised. Cat grabbed a tattered book that was uh, that she that had been strewn nearby. She massaged it with her fingers. Cat stepped outside, and Henry came closer. She could see he had an immense glint in his eye. Henry gazed with the affection of 7,165 virtuous chubby cats. He said in hushed tones, I love you. I want your love. Cat looked back, even more surprised, still fingering the tattered book. Henry, you're my father, she replied. They looked How at each other. This wasn't going here. They looked at each other with arousing feelings, like two decompassing, delicious dogs laughing at a at a at, ever, at a very giving christening. 
with a piano music playing in the background and two malicious uncles parting to the beat. Suddenly, Henry lunged forward and punched Cat in the face. What? <laughs> Quickly, Cat grabbed the tattered book and brought it down on Henry's skull. Henry's beautiful eye, eyes trembled and his ample legs wobbled. He looked worried. His emotions roar like putrid ponged piano. He then let the agonizing groan collapse onto the ground. Moments later, Henry Cavill was dead. Kat Graham went back inside and made herself a nice cup of tea. The end. <laughs> uh, I like how we both went with the violent end. <laughs> uh, and of course you had to have some implied incest. Implied in there, incest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wonderful. Look, look. Uh, mine's very similar. Like, you can see the 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 pattern that the short stories. So I just guys, I just sent you a link to this. The, I did the movie generator. Mm-hmm. Um, I sent it through to you. Yep. So we can oh, yes. we can all read oh, yes. it together. Um, Chris, because you love Cat Graham so much, do you want to, you you can read the cat part? Fantastic. I, I will read the Henry part, and Ryan will read the third character, which he may not. Okay. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> and, and I've the, been uh, waiting my whole life for this. <laughs> uh, just give me a second. Um, and yes, it, this may be a little political, just um, sort of. <clears throat> it features a politician. Um, all right, so this is a screenplay. It's called Tyrannical Bogan. Um, Outstanding. <laughs> Internal Sydney Opera House, afternoon. Handsome actor Henry Cavill is arguing with stunning actress... Cat Graham. Henry tries to hug Cat, but she shakes him off. Please, Cat, don't leave me. I'm sorry, Henry. I'm looking for someone a bit more brave. Someone who faces his fears head on instead of running away. I am such a person. Cat frowns. I'm sorry, Henry. I just don't feel excited about by this relationship anymore. Cat leaves. Henry sits down, looking defeated. Moments later, Invincible actor Dwayne The Rock Johnson barges in, looking flustered. Goodness, The Rock, is everything okay? I'm afraid not. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? Don't keep me in suspense. It's it's a bogan. I saw an evil bogan mocking a bunch of Twitter employees. (laughs) Defenseless Twitter employees? Yes, defenseless Twitter employees. Bloomin' heck, The Rock. We've got to do something. I agree, but I wouldn't know where to start. You, you can start by telling me where this happened. I was. The Rock fans himself and begins to wheeze. Focus, The Rock. Focus. Where did it happen? A, a library. That's right, a library. <laughs> Henry springs up and begins to run. External, a road. Continuous. Henry rushes along the street, followed by the rock. They take a shortcut through some back gardens, jumping fences along the way. Internal, a library. Uh, shortly after. Chris, do you want to take the tyrannical bogan? <laughs> Dan Andrews, a tyrannical bogan, terrorizes two Twitter employees. Henry, closely followed by the rock, rushes towards Dan, but suddenly stops in his tracks. What is it? What's the matter? That's not just any old bogan. That's Dan Andrews. <laughs> Who's Dan Andrews? <laughs> Who's Dan Andrews? Who's Dan Andrews? Only the most tyrannical bogan in the universe. 
Blinken Nick is Henry. We're going to need if we're going to stop the most tyrannical bogan in the universe. You can say that again. Blinken Nick is Henry. We're going to need some, some help if we're going to stop the most tyrannical <laughs> bogan in, in the universe. I'm going to need good grammar. Lots of good grammar. <laughs> Dan turns and sees Henry in the rock. He grins an evil grin. Henry Cavill. We meet again. <laughs> Matt? Yes, it was a long time ago. External, <laughs> a park, back in time. A young Henry is sitting in a park listening to some Bon Jovi music when suddenly a dark shadow casts over him. He looks up and sees Dan. He takes off his headphones. Would you like some roll-ups? <laughs> Henry's eyes light up, but he, but he studies Dan more closely and looks uneasy. Uh, I don't know. You look kind of tyrannical. Me? No. I'm not tyrannical. I'm the least tyrannical bogan in the world. Wait, you're a bogan? Henry runs away screaming. <laughs> Internal, library, present day. You were a coward then, and you're a coward now. You ran away? Uh, I was a young child. What was I supposed to do? Henry turns to Dan. I may have run away from you then, but I won't run away you this time. Henry runs away. He turns back and shouts. I mean, I'm running away, but I'll be back with good grammar. <laughs> I am not scared of you. You should be. External. A greasy diner later that day. Henry and the Rock walk around searching for something. Uh, I feel sure... Uh, I feel... I'm sure I left my good grammar somewhere around here. Are you sure? It doesn't seem like an odd place to keep a deadly good grammar. <laughs> you know, you know nothing, The Rock Johnson. <laughs> We've been searching for ages. I really don't think they're here. Suddenly, Dan appears holding a pair of good grammar. <laughs> Looking for something? Crikey, Henry, he's got your good grammar. <laughs> Tell me something I don't know already. The Earth's circumference in the equator is about 40,075 kilometers. I know that already. I don't like Harry Potter. Dude! <laughs> While Dan is looking at the rock with disgust, Henry lunges forward and grabs his deadly good grammar. He wields them triumphantly. Prepare to die, you tyrannical capsicum. No, please. All I did was, was mocking a bunch of Twitter employees. Cat <laughs> enters unseen by any uh unseen by any of the others uh, i cannot tolerate that kind of behavior those twitter employees were defenseless <laughs> <laughs> well well now they have a defender and that's me henry Cavill, <laughs> defender of innocent twitter employees don't hurt me please give me one good reason why i shouldn't use this good grammar on you right away because henry i am your father <laughs> Henry, dun, dun, dun. Henry looks stunned for a moment But then collects himself No you're not Ah well Had to be worth a try Dan tries to grab the good grammar But Henry dodges out of the way Who's the daddy now? Huh? Huh? <laughs> Unexpectedly Dan slumps to the ground Did he just faint? I think so Well that's disappointing I was rather hoping for a more dramatic conclusion Involving my deadly good grammar Henry crouches over Dan's body. <laughs> be careful, Henry. It could be a trick. No, it's not a trick. It appears that, it would seem, 
Dan Andrews is dead. What? Yes, it appears that I scared him to death. The rock claps his hands. So your good grandma did save the day after all. Cat steps forward. Is it true? Did you kill the tyrannical Bogan? Cat, <laughs> how long have you been? Cat puts her arm around Henry. Long enough. Then you, then you saw it for yourself. I killed Dan Andrews. <laughs> then the Twitter employees are safe? It does seem that way. A crowd of vulnerable Twitter employees enter, looking relieved. <laughs> you are their hero. The Twitter employees bow to Henry. <laughs> there, there is no need to bow to me. I seek no worship. The knowledge that Dan Andrews will never be mocking Twitter employees ever again is enough for me. You are humble as well as brave. <laughs> One of the Twitter employees passes Henry a mint-conditioned Star Wars action figure. <laughs> I think they want you to have it. As a symbol of their gratitude. I couldn't possibly. Well, if you insist. <laughs> Henry takes a Star Wars action figure. Thank you. The Twitter employees bow their heads once more and leave. Henry turns to Cap. Does this mean you want me back? Oh, Henry, of course I want you back. <laughs> Henry smiles for a few seconds, but then looks defiant. Well, you can't have me. What? You had no faith in me. You had to see my you had to see me scare a bogan to death before you would believe in me. I don't want a lover like that. But please leave. I want to spend time with the one person who stayed with me through thick and thin, my best friend, the rock. <laughs> the rock but, grins. But you heard the gentleman. Now be off with you. Skid out of shoe. Henry. I'm sorry, Kat but I think you should skedaddle. Cat leaves. The rock turns to Henry. Did, did you mean that? You know that I'm your best friend? <clears throat> of course you are. The two walk off arm in arm. <laughs> Suddenly the rock stops. When I said I didn't like Harry Potter, you know I was just trying to distract the bogan, didn't you? The end. <laughs> so I don't believe for any second that the random generator made that story <laughs> I, <laughs> that that was a hundred percent jamie wrote that himself no I, there, no sorry there, there's too many coincidentals in there for there not no, to be a jamie ryan written story no, no you see i i used these suggestions very intentionally um so you're saying you manipulated the the, yes. the answer? Yeah, yes, yeah. I did. I didn't. I didn't random generate. I. Oh well, well, well. All, all I was going to say is, if there was a scene where Cavill and Cat Graham made out and were moving on to something, if there wasn't a line that stood in the corner masturbating, I would have been very disappointed. Chris, I would imagine that's in there, Chris. Because if if that, if I wrote that, you know how it would have ended. It would have been Cat Graham and Henry Cavill walking off arm in arm, playing chess. Yes, absolutely. No, my my other one, my <laughs> other one was about them playing chess. Outstanding. <laughs> sort of, but it was it's too similar to the ones you guys did. Well, I mean, it, it does seem to have a like the, the story thing does seem to have a um, uh, very set, you know, very um, set. But let let me read you. Just, I, I won't read the full thing, but let me read you a small excerpt. Okay. Of Cat okay. Graham and the three wise Henry Cavills. <laughs> And if, and if if you the listeners, um, if you like what you hear, send us an email to the true and the fictional at gmail.com and maybe, maybe, just maybe we will have a full reading. 
<clears throat> but we have to hear from you first. Yes. Once upon a time, there was a hot girl called Cat Graham. <laughs> she was on her way to see her brother, Jamie Graham Bryden, when she decided to take a shortcut through Greeton Woods. It wasn't long before Cat got lost. She looked around, but all she could see were trees. Nervously, she felt into her bag for her favorite toy, Ryan the Hippo. But Ryan the Hippo was nowhere to be found. Cat began to panic. She felt sure she had packed Ryan the Hippo. To make matters worse, she was starting to feel hungry. Unexpectedly, she saw a wise Henry Cavill dressed in a blue t-shirt disappear into the trees. I would imagine he's Donald Ducking this one. Just, 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 the, <laughs> just the t-shirt. How odd, thought Cat. For want of anything better to do, she decided to follow the the particular the peculiarly dressed Henry Cavill. Perhaps he could tell him to tell her the way out of the forest. And I'm going to end it there. Oh, teasing, <laughs> teasing, teasing. That, that's what we that's what we in the podcast industry call sizzle. Because I can tell you, more, I can tell you, it is as ridiculous as it is amazing to the point where <laughs> I need to have an author, oh sorry, no, a picture person create this it into a book because I believe I could sell this story of the hot girl Cat Graham and the three wise Henry Cavills. <laughs> just just picture picture Chris's words, Todd McFarlane's art. Absolutely. And, and remember, the Henry Cavills are just wearing t-shirts. The, the, the thing didn't never specify pants of any kind. No. Oh my. <laughs> so he, he is totally Donald Ducking that situation. <laughs> Wow. Uh, <laughs> yes, I, I, I encourage all of our listeners to jump on and, and create their own stories and send them through. Yeah, Please definitely. send us through your best Cat Graham and Henry Kevill stories, and we would love to read them out. Scripts, definitely. stories, poems. Yeah, but 100%. The qualifying conditions that we will have is obviously very straightforward. We want to hear your Cat Graham and Henry Kevill stories. Romance, yes. action, comedy, as long as those two are the lead protagonists, we'll gladly read read them out yeah. for everyone to enjoy. We might even act it out for them. We might Never. even act it out, absolutely. So you, you can go to it's plot-generator.org.uk to um, do ones like we have done or even better, create your own and we would be happy to uh, share them with the rest of the audience. All I can think about is Donald Duck and Henry Cavill. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and send your artwork of Donald Duck, Henry Cavill <laughs> to Ryan's email. To my email address. <laughs> yeah, to Ryan's via, email. <laughs> via, via Chris's email address. <laughs> he just wants to verify it to make sure Ryan's getting the actual, you know, the, be- the best quality. For uh, science. And, and and in Henry Cavill, if you're listening and you want to act this out, please send it directly to 0422. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, that was a lot of fun, though. I, I must say, like, I, I did it during my during my lunch break at work and I was just, I could not stop laughing. Yeah. Uh, dead set. It was, yep. a, it was, it was it's, a really fun thing. It's, I mean, I can't even get through, like, it's just so ridiculous. <laughs> like it's literally yeah. just the most ridiculous thing in the universe. Yeah. And unlike you cheaters, I didn't I didn't even <laughs> hey, plan hey, anything. Hey, no, the generator, it asked, it said say a villain. And I said tyrannical bogus, you know? It's 
It said, you know, and, and I'm, not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I just wanted to put me and Henry Cavill in the most, most erect position as possible. Yeah. I said the story. Yeah. Okay, you know what? I, with Ryan's, it made sense. Jamie's, <laughs> he he manipulated the system whilst I just randomly <laughs> typed things in and hit yeah. gen, random generate like we were meant to. Okay, okay, sure. I just wanted to entertain people. Is that is that so wrong? Yeah. Oh, are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Speaking of that, have, have you watched the preview for Renfield? No. Oh, I with, saw that. That looked amazing. With Nicolas Cage as Dracula. As Dracula. I, I think it, and, and in watching that, obviously it's Nicholas Holt as well. Yeah. Um, but in, in saying that, when he uh, when you finally do get a full glimpse of Nick Cage in his Dracula good, yeah. I think he's perfect. Yeah, I think it's gonna be another um kick ass. You know, that perfect and, role for Nick Cage. Well, speaking of Kick-Ass, it's going to be the first time a Nicolas Cage movie has been in cinemas since Kick-Ass. So wow. you know, he's a straight to streaming lately. He hasn't had a movie yeah. in the... I showed Steph the trailer. We were looking it up today. And the last movie that was in that he was in, that was in cinemas, was Kick-Ass 2, which wow. he was only briefly in. Briefly in, yeah. Because, yeah. So, yeah, well, there you go. That's because Nick Cage is a fine actor and doesn't need fancy cinema to make his. Not at all. To enjoy, to, so no. we can all. We can, I mean, he's a man of the people. We get to all enjoy mm-hmm. his acting, not just those who pay the thirteen to fourteen dollars for a ticket, then popcorn, so about you know forty five dollars for <laughs> forty five dollars, you know, for 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 a ticket. Yeah. And I look forward to James Cameron's fire and RV when that when that <laughs> third film comes out. And and then as Jamie said, followed by water, wind, earth, heart, Captain Planet. Well, no, we've Avatar. already had Earth, which is the forest Navi. We've already had water Navi. Now there's the fire oh, yeah. Navi. All we need now is the wind Navi. The heart. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's clearly they're just going with the Avatar Avatar. So since the wind Navi will be the final Navi, and then there'll be the Avatar, which has the Navi with all the powers. Uh, no, and it'll be Avatar, Captain Planet. Avatar, Captain Planet, <laughs> absolutely. Starring and Don, if Don starring Cheadle, Cheadle is not... If, <laughs> I was just about to say, if Don Cheadle is not playing Captain Planet yeah. in the Avatar RV, I'm not interested. Oh, no, it has to be Don, Don Cheadle or no one. <laughs> uh, oh, wonderful. Well, well, that was a fun episode. It most certainly was. <laughs> it certainly was. And as always, if you enjoy listening to our nonsense, please do like, subscribe, comment. We are most prevalent on Instagram. Where could they reach us, Jamie, if they want to send through some stories, be it true or fictional? Uh, the true and the fictional at gmail.com. Also, stories underscore podcast on um, Instagram. We do have a Facebook page, um, but we rarely post stuff on there but um ironically one of our guests um michael centrone uh he contacted us through there and asked if he could come on the show and so we we still uh respond there so if you send a message there you can we'll get it and we'll uh reply um as always if you've got a story send it to us we want to read and it if out. you're an if you're an 18 year old girl send jamie a pm on instagram and he'll make it work i'll forward it to chris <laughs> yes forward it to the married man that that's <laughs> fantastic yes that sounds like that sounds like a plan i just i just thought you know you, you'd um want to you know verify all these things because you, you you seem to be that involved in my life i know we've been friends for like over 30 years <laughs> um i just you know 
you know, you're like the um, the one that has to check. Well, if you want me. me to do some some clear due diligence and date the girl I, I, for several I, months, and then you know, then come back with a report. Sure. Look, I'll, I'll tell my wife it's for science. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's for science. It's for it. science. <laughs> you know, and then I'll come back. Jamie says, "Jamie, based upon I've done different. I've done. I've rated her based on a number of different factors, and uh, but based upon you know my my scoring, I believe she's quite you know she's dateable for you, Jamie." Here is my report. Based, based, upon, based upon my scoring, I'm now Mormon and have taken a second wife. So that's that's not that's not as fun as you think because actually they have to if they want a second wife they have to buy a second home. Oh, like yeah, I mean that's why there's no Mormons in Sydney because who could afford a second home? I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so if I want to be a Mormon, I have to move to Queensland. Uh, no, 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 no. You, you just need it. to buy a house in Queensland. Yeah, but then uh, and then you can have one wife there. Yeah. Interesting. Interstate wives. You can have one person. Yeah, there, there's a reality show in that for sure. Uh, like I, I, I'm envisioning, yeah, I'm envisioning something there with interstate wives, where one guy has five wives in the different states, and they don't know about each other. Yeah, that's a good yeah. plot. I'd, then, I'd probably watch that. <laughs> no, you'd watch that for sure. You watch the shit out of that to see if anyone, if there's any crossover, <laughs> because eventually, you know, there's going to be some level of crossover, and something's going to fuck up for, on him. You're basically just watching. You're basically like you are just watching a car like spinning down an icy road, going like, oh, 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 oh shit! And she then, is pregnant. He's New South Wales wife's pregnant, and they have their they have their you know the ultrasound. But his Queensland's wife's daughters got the dance recital on the same night. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> and, and and then you'd, and then you'd have one where where. Uh, his wife's on a business trip in the same town where oh, the other wife is, shit. and they brush past each other in the in the. Um, and they all they. And he has to do the awkward. He has to do the awkward. You know, hide the wife, hide the the one wife from another wife because she walked past the window. Oh, absolutely! And, uh, Look again. Hygiene's true. I'm surprised this isn't already a show because it sounds amazing. Like. Well, we could sell. Okay, this. we could sell it into stories. The true and the fictional. Well, the good thing about Australia is it. It has to be written down or recorded, and that's it. That's copyright, instant copyright. Uh, that's well, thing. there you go. We pals, dibs. Yeah, dibs. But we, we could also sell it to Channel Ten because they'd lap that up, you know. <laughs> oh, they would love that. They, they need they need programming. So yeah, yeah, sure. No, no one watches stuff owned by CNN anymore. Right? No, <laughs> no one watches the project. Of course not. <laughs> the project, the cut, the cast of the project's leaving. They're all leaving. Yeah, <laughs> thinking ship. Uh, Take us out on a happy note, Chris. Take us out on a happy note. Remember, whether you're born tall, short, whether you're born with great ability, no ability, always remember, Jamie's bald and you're not. Thank you, everyone. Okay. <laughs> and I bid you adieu. Adieu. <laughs> I was going to say something way worse, but then I, I, I paused midstream. <laughs> <laughs> well, you better check your prostate then. <laughs> 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 <laughs>